If you've noticed, we have been sprayed for years, decades, and we're being sprayed with heavy metals in a nanoparticulate level. So what can you do to get rid of these things out of your body? Because I know that they're causing a lot of health issues in different forms, and everybody reacts to these heavy metals, the aluminum, the barium, the strontium, things like that. Everybody reacts differently to them. Of course, you see the pharmacia, you know, the big pharma companies, they're out there advertising all their different products that they want you to take. Pop a pill, this will help your skin condition. Well, guess what? Everything they put out has some kind of side effect that will affect your body or attack your liver. Well, guess what? I've got something to tell you about that I use, and it doesn't have any side effects. It's only got good effects to help you detox those heavy metals and nanoparticulates in your body. It's called Advanced TRS by Coceva, and I use it all the time, every day. And I have seen tremendous results. So this isn't hype. I'm just telling you, it works, and it works great. Now, I leave a link down below that you can go down to and click on if you'd like to purchase it yourself or even if you'd like to become a distributor. So click on that link, find out more because I guarantee you this stuff really works. Hi, Steve here. We are past the point of being able to sit back and simply be a spectator at what they're doing to us on earth. These globalists are meeting again in Davos, Switzerland, to discuss the next phase of their planned depopulation and nightmares they're bringing against humanity. For the people to sit back and watch mainstream media day after day, there's really no hope for you, if you're one of those. And because they believed the lies and complied with the lies, they and their families and friends have either died or been disabled for the rest of their lives. Now that the evidence is overwhelming all across the earth, is there any reason to believe anything they say ever again? Faster and faster our leaders are running now, running from the truth. Excess deaths are rising all around us like flood water. In recent weeks, more people have died than during the height of the pandemic. They have not died of COVID-19, we know that much. So what is happening? Why are thousands more people dying than usual? And why no daily televised announcements of those deaths as we had with those attributed to COVID? I can guess. Ask the question, however, talk about these deaths, demand answers, and watch the chickens run faster still while lashing out with all the censorship, cancellation, downright demonising of dissent, and more recently, the most egregious insults they can muster. All their palpable panic and self-preserving outrage makes plain how much blood is already in the water. Health Secretary Steve Barclay, the latest handed the poisoned chalice, was on another news channel this week, he was asked about 50,000 excess deaths in the last year, invited to explain them. Delays in seeing GPs, he said, delays in treatment caused by lockdown. He was quick to point out that other countries were seeing similar levels of deaths that were nothing to do with the virus. 
as though that somehow made 50,000 people dying here less of a problem. If you think it's bad here, look over there. That's not an answer worth having. That's not an answer at all. The fact these deaths are happening worldwide means the attempt to blame them here on a failing NHS or striking ambulance drivers is for the birds. It's just another bid to distract people's attention from the elephant in the room. Asked how alarming he found the figures of death, Barclay said only that they were concerning. He evidently didn't like the journalist's choice of word alarming because he wouldn't use it. That journalist pointedly didn't ask him about the role of the medical products in all this, and Barclay certainly didn't mention it. Why is this? Why, when physicians and scientists here and all around the world are able to quote peer-reviewed research pointing to injuries and deaths associated with those products, why does our health secretary, together with almost the entirety of MPs and the government's preferred medics, scientists and hacks, fail even to contemplate that glassy-eyed elephant? Is it to do with the billions of pounds already invested in the still experimental technology of mRNA vaccines? Who knows? In the US, insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and inexplicable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. And yet all the usual suspects are still out there banging the drum for the jabs. They are safe and effective, we are still told, even for six-month-old babies. Why are they still saying safe? when people are dying in the aftermath of receiving them, and we don't know why, far less whether or not it's those medical products to blame. Why are they still saying effective when we know the latest strain of COVID freely circulating now is expected to bypass the jabs anyway? On social media, MP Andrew Bridgen quoted an Israeli Jewish doctor of criminology saying the vaccine rollout was the biggest crime against humanity since the Holocaust. In the aftermath, Bridgen was accused of making an anti-Semitic remark by Matt Hancock and others. Many Jewish people here and around the world have since responded saying his social media post was not anti-Semitic and offering him their support. Today, the Times said Bridgen had been, and I quote, groomed by gangs of anti-vaxxers, appearing to repurpose headline language in an attempt to have readers see those with questions to ask about the safety of medical products in the same light as those who gang-rape children. While joining the chorus of condemnation and withdrawing the Tory whip from Bridgen, Tory Chief Whip Simon Hart said, quote, misinformation about the vaccines causes harms and costs lives, end quote. But I ask, exactly which information freely circulating now is actually the misinformation? Is it asking questions about those medical products, as Bridgen has done, or is it continuing to describe as safe and effective injections that may cause harm? Is it insisting that people, babies included, should receive these injections while questions remain unanswered regarding the as yet unexplained deaths of tens of thousands of people in this country during the years when those products were rolled out to billions of people? There are all sorts of glaring unexplained holes in the official narrative now. If the narrative was cheese, it would be Swiss. For example, no one in authority ever mentions the fact the AstraZeneca offering was quietly dropped from use months ago, here and around the world. If those medical products are only safe and effective, and saving millions of lives, why is the AstraZeneca jab gone? Last month, in the state of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis called for a grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing with respect to the products marketed as COVID vaccines. Why are our leaders here still only describing those same products as safe and effective, 
still claiming they're saving millions of lives when one of the same products is off the shelves and while those behind the production and delivery of the rest are set to be investigated by some of the highest authorities. Why is that? Every day people of all ages and from all walks of life are dropping dead or being found dead in their homes by loved ones who had no reason to expect anything was amiss with that person's health. Defibrillators are installed in schools now. There was no such thing required in my school days. And all the while, press releases go out saying children die of heart attacks too. And yet anyone having the temerity to ask if any heart attack deaths followed injections with those medical products is furiously shouted down. Just months ago, it was absolutely the thing to ask whether someone was jabbed before allowing them into a fast food outlet or a cinema or a theatre or a workplace. But hear about a fit teenager face-planting on a football pitch in the middle of a game and suddenly such an inquiry is a gross intrusion. When did asking pertinent questions in the aftermath of an otherwise healthy young person dropping dead become a social taboo? Any criticism of those products' safety, even just asking questions, attracts harder and harder condemnation, even as the evidence mounts that harms are most certainly being inflicted by them. After all these months, as the elephant in the room has grown ever larger, ever more unavoidably obvious, so the efforts to silence, cancel, censor and plain frighten off the unconvinced have grown more and more strident. What will you do when you can't afford bread? And the show isn't that entertaining anymore. Nothing good. Which is why the cost of living crisis is the number one problem. According to the World Economic Forum's Global Risks Report, it's an annual poll of 1,200 government, business, and civil society professionals. But they know this, and it's because of them that humanity is being destroyed slowly but consistently. You may be in the United States and are fat and happy right now because you're not aware of what's going on in most of the rest of the world. According to this poll, there will be little respite from energy inflation, food shortages, security crises in the coming years or months. In the near term, nearly 70% of those polled say volatile economies and various shocks are in the future. While 20% or so of those polled say they fear catastrophic outcomes within the next 10 years, according to Bloomberg. Everything these satanic leaders at the World Economic Forum, the UN, and the WHO have done is to depopulate, as they promised, vocalized, and wrote what they planned on doing. And they're doing it as billions of people sit idly by and watch it happen. What we know is that we will end up with many more unemployed and uh, particularly also people in the gray economy, which are not counted for, uh, who lose their jobs. So we will see definitely a lot of anger uh, already now, but probably increase by the end of the year. We have to prepare for a more angry world. It means to take the necessary action to create a fairer world. I, I don't have too many remedies. The, the remedies have to be discussed through dialogue by the stakeholders of our global system. I see the need for a great reset. In case you still don't have a clue why all of this is happening now, all we need to do is look at what Jesus said about the end times. For people will fight against each other, nations will fight each other, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various parts of the world. All this is but the beginning of the birth pains. At that time, you will be arrested and handed over to be punished and put to death. 
and all people will hate you because of me. At that time, many will be trapped into betraying and hating each other. Many false prophets will appear and fool many people. And many people's love will grow cold because of increased distance from Torah. But whoever holds out till the end will be delivered. I use the complete Jewish Bible translation here because it's the only one that says why the lawlessness will increase. It's because of mankind's distance from God's laws. And Jesus said that when he returns, it will be like it was in the days of Noah, when the Lord saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth and that every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time. The complete Jewish Bible says it this way, Adonai saw that the people on earth were very wicked, that all the imaginings of their hearts were always of evil only. God's word will be fulfilled again as we move closer to the end times. And if you don't have a personal relationship with Christ, then you're in this world without help and without God. Before I gave my life to Christ and surrendered my will to do his will, I was just like what the Apostle Paul told the Ephesian believers. I was without Christ, excluded from the citizenship of Israel and foreigners to the covenants of promise without hope and without God in the world. If you're tired of living for this world and the death that it offers, I leave a link in the description box below that will take you to a page with a simple prayer. It will help you to ask God to forgive you of your sin and invite him to be the Lord of your life for the rest of your days on this earth. Think about it.